T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Nine in-store or at papamurphys.com. And we're excited to be joined here on Radio Row from Arizona by Greg Cassell of NFL Films. I don't think there's a better person to maybe talk about the discrepancy, though, in how these two offenses try to accomplish, of course, what they have been able to do all year. Uh, what makes these two offenses so different? I would say they're totally different offenses. Yeah. <laughs> what, um, what specifically makes them so different? They're, they're, let's put it this way. They're both really quarterback-driven but in totally different ways. I mean, you know, you guys don't need to, me to tell you about Mahomes. Um, what I will say about Mahomes, I'm not sure, and I've been doing this a long time, I'm not sure I've seen a quarterback with such a kind of nuanced sense of spatial awareness and ability to see things as Mahomes. His spatial awareness is absolutely remarkable. In some ways, it's almost like a basketball player. You know, um, but he just has an unbelievable feel for where people are. And, and where people are going to be, which is maybe even more important. Um, the Eagles are totally different. They are 100% based on Hertz, but it's because of the run game element. You know, the Eagles, Hertz is in the gun on almost every snap. And there's so many different plays they can run. And I don't mean within this, I don't mean that, that he takes a snap and then he decides. That's not what I mean, because that's, People think that that's not really possible. There's no way you take a snap and you're deciding amongst four plays. It happens too fast. But based on their use of personnel, their formations, there could be five different plays that, as a defense, you have to be aware could be coming. And it's really, really difficult. So, you know, the, the Hertz factor is so critical. Now, we don't know about his injury status. He did not have to do a lot in the two playoff games. And he didn't play really well. Now, he wasn't needed the way the game's played out. My sense is he'll be needed this week. I think he's going to have to throw more, and I think he's going to have to be good. I feel like we've made a much bigger deal about Mahomes' injury than his, and I'm like, I haven't even seen him throw it past, like, 20 yards yeah, in I know, three I know. weeks. And Mahomes will be better. Um, you know, will he be 100%? No, but he'll be better. It's been two weeks. Um, so now it's been three weeks since the injury. So he'll be better, you know, than he was against Cincinnati. Um, you know, you guys, you know, you're Kansas City, so I don't know what you hear about that, you know, but he'll be better for sure. Well, Andy's pretty much admitting he won't be 100%. I still think he's a freak healer, so I think he'll be better off after three weeks than most yeah. other human beings who walk But, I mean, he earth. won't be limping around the way he did against Cincinnati. No, I don't no. think so. And I think, I think what's confusing to me about, like, whether or not, like, 
He had two weeks. Andy Reid's really smart, but for the most part, he hands the defense off to Steve Spagnuolo. Who's really smart, too, by the way. He is. And it's not Steve's first rodeo. <laughs> and, you know, I, I've known Steve for years, and I'm not smart enough to know what he's going to do, but he's going to have some kind of plan in place. I mean, keep in mind, you can go back to 2007 when he was the Giants' D.C., and they beat the Patriots, and they held him to two touchdowns in that year the Patriots – you know, we're putting up uh, league you know, records, yeah. You know, all those records. So he's going to have something. Whether it works, I guess we'll find out Sunday. <laughs> but you know, you you have to have a specific approach when you play the Eagles. It can't just be we're going to line up and play. And you know what I think's been remarkable and really overlooked. I know uh, Snead is going to be back this week. He passed concussion protocol, but. It, in their dime with six DBs, which they played about 25% of their snaps, I think it was the second highest percentage in the NFL, they played three rookies in the secondary. You know, that has not been talked about. All. You know how hard it is to play with three rookies in the secondary in, in today's NFL? And, that, you know, that's a tough deal. And they made it work. I really like Spag's answer to that because you're like, hey, you've been resistant to play rookies before. His answer was, I'm not resistant to play rookies. I'm resistant to play people who aren't ready to play. Correct. Right. Well, and he's right. And, he, and, and to his point, he's probably right. They, they let go of a veteran corner in the middle of the season when they didn't have to when McDuffie was coming back because they're like, man, we're good. Or at least I guess that's how they I traded Fent. They traded Fent into Atlanta, yeah. And they, he, was a, he, was a, he was a you know guy that wasn't going to get as much playing time. They started to see the progression of Jalen Watson. The, the wide receivers for Philadelphia, uh, to your point about the rookie corners right. that the Chiefs have, though, in particular, you know, Legarius Sneed was asked if he was going to shadow anybody. He really doesn't anyway. He said no. H- how do you think? Well, the big difference is whether Sneed or McDuffie's in the slot because over the last five, six weeks, they started, you know, you know, Sneed had been in the slot for most of the season, yeah. and then I forget which game it was when he stayed outside and McDuffie went in the slot. It was when they were facing a, the – they finally had him shadow – it might, it, was, it might have been when they finally had him shadow Jamar Chase in the regular season Cincinnati game. It might have been. But the point is is that we know that both McDuffie and Snead can play the slot. Um, I loved McDuffie coming out of UW. I thought he was a really high-level prospect. So the question is, who will play outside? I would bet Snead will stay outside. And not necessarily do it as a pure matchup, but it will be either Smith or Brown. I would bet Snead would stay outside. We're talking to Greg Cassell here of NFL Films. One of the areas that, that people have looked at from a physicality standpoint is in favor of Philadelphia, but also the running game for Philadelphia. What, what, well, what's your thought on matching that up if you're Kansas City, well, your defensive front? that's the Hurts front? factor, too. Yeah. That's the problem because you always have to account for Hurts because, you know, he can run. And, again, he's been dealing with an injury as well, and we don't know where he stands. But, you know, this is the last game of the season, so it is what it is. Same for Patrick, obviously. Um, so, you know, I think that's what's so difficult about their run game is there's so many different um, concepts you have to defend because of Hurts, and it makes it, it makes it hard because now players are put in conflict. Players are a little hesitant. You know, someone like Nick Bolton, who's a really aggressive, strong tackler, you know, gets to the football, does he have to pause? If, if you go back and look at what happened in the NFC Championship game, the best linebacker in football, Fred Warner, there were a number of plays where he just had to kind of wait and see what happened and therefore was late to react. That's what this run game does to second-level defenders. What do you do? Like, I'm looking for someone to agree with me, but when I look, at, when I look across <laughs> well, I know what you're gonna say. the offensive lines, um, I think the Chiefs' offensive line is just as good as Philadelphia's. Or is it just that Mahomes is it's, twice as good at avoiding sacks as Jalen Hurts? It's not as good overall. 
um, I would say that Wiley and Brown are, I wouldn't say they're weaknesses, but they're not strengths. The Eagles are really good five across, really good. Um, so, no, it's not as good. The question is, is that a, does that become a factor in the game? That's really the question. Do you think that Kansas City, or do you think that Mahomes makes enough out of making people not sack him that that kind of eliminates portion? It can. Of That's the Mahomes. I talked about the Hurts factor, and now you got the Mahomes factor. Yeah, what's a- his factor? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, but you also don't want a game where he's having to do that a lot because we know he won't be 100%. So the question is, what's the initial game plan approach? Is it quick game throws? Is it RPOs? Is it trying to get a rhythm to the offense? Is it trying to minimize the pass rush? Because obviously when it's third and nine, there's not as much you can do to minimize pass rush. So, you know, do you do you throw it more proactively with more quick game throws, which does minimize pass rush? Um, because Sweat and Reddick are a little bit of a mismatch for Wiley and Brown. How would you defend the Chiefs? Like, obviously last year was, hey, too high shell, and we're going to make them dink and dunk, and Mahomes won't be patient. How would you do it now if you were Philadelphia? I don't think there's a good answer, by the way. I don't know if there's a good I mean, <laughs> if there's a great answer to that question. I mean, the thing about Mahomes is, while he can throw really well from the pocket, obviously, because he can do everything, sometimes I think it's in his DNA he just moves. Because he, there are times he moves he doesn't need to move. But I think that's just in his DNA. So it's, it's hard to know when he's going to do that. Um, I remember talking to a coach a couple of years ago who said that, you know, when you play, you know, Mahomes, that there's really two defenses you have to play, and the second one's hard. It's the first two seconds of the play when you're playing within the structure of your defense, and then it's everything after those two seconds when your defense becomes harder. And, you know, that's what Mahomes does. Travis Kelsey, best tight end we believe we've ever seen. Last week, two weeks ago now, I guess at this point, you saw it kind of open up MVS when they were down to guys like Marcus Kemp and others. How how much does Travis Kelsey set things up for for everybody else for this game against Philadelphia? Because we look at Philly and we feel like maybe they're not the the best tackling team up the middle there. Well, I think one of the key things, and I don't know how many people are talking about this, but I think it's, it's a fascinating element of this game, is the Chiefs play out of multiple tight end sets a high percentage of the time among the highest percentage in the league. They play out of what we call 12 personnel, two tight ends, 13 personnel, three tight ends, about 40% of their snaps. Against Cincinnati, it was over 50% of their snaps. And that's because Kelsey is essentially a receiver. You know, you can put any two letters after his name you want, but he's a receiver. And then you even take somebody like Jody Fortson, who's obviously not a high-volume target, but he was a wide receiver in college. So he can line up anywhere. So now the question becomes... How do the Eagles match up? You know, are they going to stay in their base defense, which would be a 5-2? Or do they say, hey, you know, that's a problem with Kelsey because he lines up anywhere. Are we going to play more nickel to that? So I think that that is is a major question in this game and a major matchup element in this game. Um, And there's no question that other than Mahomes, who's obvious, that the offense runs through Kelsey. And you've got to have a plan for Kelsey. And... We'll see what Jonathan Gannon does because I'm just kind of blown away by the fact that a lot of teams don't seem to have these plans. You know, and again, I'm not smarter than these D coordinators, but you got to have a plan for Kelsey. I think sometimes smarter than is always hard because you're like, I have an idea, and it seems like it's maybe not such a good idea. 
I feel like if I were the if I were opposing defenses, I might test their ability to do something different, especially without Juju Smith-Schuster. I feel like the Eagles' biggest weakness is in the middle. Like, don't they have to try to force Kansas City to maybe go deep if that's where they know they can be beat? Yeah, but forcing a team to go deep is is not the way defensive coordinators think because I know. what happens if all of a sudden it's a 60-yard touchdown? No, no coordinator <laughs> thinks like that. And Jonathan Gannon absolutely does not think like that. His overriding principle before you get into the tactics that he deploys is we're not giving up big plays. <clears throat> so there's no way that they Versus would Spags, who's a focus risk-taker on, maybe? Yeah, there's no way they'd focus on Kelsey with the idea that, oh, if they go over the top of us, that's okay. That's not, he's not going to think like that. Let's get your quick uh, prediction for oh. the game, though. Brought to you by Ag Power, oh, John boy. Deere, and Papa Murphy's. You're on a Kansas City. You can say you whatever say you want. Playing out? You know, guys, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not good at predictions. I'm not a good prognosticator because there's just too many variables. I mean, I think that the Eagles roster is overall better. Um, but I always struggle with the Mahomes factor. The guy does really special stuff. And, you know, I mean – I had a pick already today, and so I don't know whether I should pick the same or I should just make it up sure, as I go. go. Give, give, us, give us the same. Just I tell mean, us one thing you're sure is going to happen in the game. We'll take that as a see, prediction. See, I, I mean, I think there's going to be scoring in this game. I don't think there's going to be a 2017 game. You know, I, I picked 31-27 Eagles, but not okay. with a real – not with conviction. You know, it's not like, hey, here's what I think. You know, I mean, <laughs> it's going to be 31-27 Chiefs too. You know, but, I mean, that's, that's the way I see the game, but – you know, I've, I've seen a lot of Super Bowls. I think I've been to every one since 1992. Wow. And you're always surprised by something, you know. And, see, to me, picking, you know, scores is easy. You can, you can flip a coin, you know. <laughs> but I'm more interested in, I think, tactically how this is going to play out. Greg, really appreciate the time. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thanks, guys. Greg Cassell of NFL Films. All our guests brought to you by Ag Power, your local authorized John Deere dealer, and by Papa Murphy's. Get any medium two-topping pizza for just $6.99 in-store or at papamurphys.com. Coming up next, we will get back into Mahomes' case. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. 